This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. And welcome to the show. It is uh, four minutes after, uh, five minutes after four o'clock. Feel free to call through yet. Yeah, we are ready for your calls. Bring it on 604-280-9898. That is the way you do it. You have questions for Lior about uh, employment law, that rather large topic, but it is so important, especially now in the COVID-19 times, whether you're on a temporary layoff or your job has been changed as a result. You've been brought back to work at last pay, different job, different hours. There's all kinds of things you probably don't know and you should know moving forward, and time is always of the essence. So uh, in that regard, uh, 604-280-9898. We'll get to some email as well between the calls, help at employmentlawyer.ca, and the website built just for you, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Free, anonymous, full of information, and there is contact at the uh, top right of the website as well but getting right into it pal week that was what's going on your end johnny i am always uh, so excited to be here uh, i've always uh, taken uh, real pride in being able to help people and answering questions so that's what i want to do today as well this show is about evening out the playing field it's about telling you about those legal rights that you didn't even know you had. That's why we are here, because there are a lot of those rights when it comes to your job, when it comes to your severance, your layoff, your changes to the terms of employment, all that. Call us right now if something's going on in the workplace. We'll answer it. We'll help you. And and there's really no such thing as a question without an answer. So you don't believe me, uh, check it out. Uh, call us right now. And John, you know what? Before I start the week there was, why don't we take our first call of the day? I think we good. Uh, came in nice and early. That's uh, just the way we like it. Loretta, thank you for standing by for a moment. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? Fine, thank you. Great. What's on your mind? Um, I have a question. I'm a part-time worker who's been with the company for 24 years. I'm transitioning from CERB to EI. Can my employer terminate me once I am on EI? If I am told that I will be terminated, can I choose to re- retire instead so I don't lose my retirement benefits? So uh, to answer your question, your employer can always uh, let you go. An employer is always allowed to let someone go as long as severance is paid. Now, in your situation, if your employer decides to let you go, you would be owed about two years' pay. You don't want to retire because you you need your two years' pay, plus your employer is going to have to continue your pension contributions for two years. So you're going to be far, far, far better off with that. You're not going to lose anything in terms of your retirement or your pension, so you don't want that. Can I don't your have employer- a pension anymore. I'm too old. Okay. I'm, I'm taking a pension. I don't get a pension. So you don't lose anything if your employer lets you go. Yes, no, the can only they thing let I re- you go? lose is my retirement benefit, which is my discount. Well, keep in mind they they will they will not do that because that's something. First of all, they'd have to continue your regular benefits for two years, and in terms of those retirement benefits, you don't lose those either. The discount potentially for the rest of your life. So no, you don't lose those. Your employer is allowed to let you go, but remember, two years severance is what they would owe you, and if you are in that situation, they do part ways with you, let's talk at that point. Let's make sure that you get everything that you're owed. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Loretta. Appreciate you uh, stopping by and appreciate your time this afternoon. And if you Thank you, then. Bye-bye. On, you bet. You want to carry on and talk to Lior, which you probably will, 604-283-3123. Again, Loretta, and you as well, 604-283-3123. Help at employment lawyer. 
uh, .ca. So we're going to get to this in just a bit. I know you want to get to the uh, the week that was, pal, but we're going to get into our topic of you can't be let go from your job if dot, dot, dot. We will get to that. But first, uh, week that was, you were going to carry on with something. Go ahead. That's right. I got a call from a gentleman. He had been uh, on a layoff uh, because of COVID, like, like so many other people. But because he needed to work, he needed to earn a living, while he was on a layoff, he took a job. He took a part-time job somewhere so that he can have some more cash coming in. Uh, when his employer found out about a month later, they call him and they say, is that correct? And they, he said, yeah. Well, they follow up with a letter saying, well, because you took another job, we're considering you to have re- resigned from your job. So we wish you all the best and here's your record of employment. So he calls me and he wants to know, well, Lior, wait a second. I, I need to earn a living. Did I do something wrong by taking another job? I wasn't working. It wasn't my decision to go on the layoff. So, so here's how that works. You're absolutely allowed to take another job while you're on a layoff. You absolutely are. Your employer uh, cannot prevent you from earning a living. That's nonsense. So in this case, it's not a resignation when he took another job. So I get this question asked very often. Can you find another job? Can you work somewhere else while you're on a layoff? Absolutely. Yes, you can. And that's not a resignation. That's not a cause for dismissal. It's none of the above. Keeping in mind, of course, that the layoff itself, by the way, may be illegal. You can treat the layoff as a termination. But aside from that, if you don't want to do that, yes, you are able to work somewhere else if you're on a layoff. What else you got going on? I spoke with a, a lady who had uh, recently uh, got a doctor's note saying that for medical reasons, she needed to work from home. Now, she had an, an accounting job, accounts receivable. She was able to do everything as long as she had a phone and a computer, do it just as fine from home. Uh, she gave the note to her employer, and her employer says, well, no, we're not going to do that. We, Our policy is no one works from home. Look, all your colleagues, they're in the office, so we expect you to be in the office as well. That's not a possibility. That said... We understand you have a medical condition, so we're simply going to give you uh, unpaid time off. She calls me, and she wants to know, can they do that? Do they have to accommodate me, or can they just uh, make me take uh, unpaid time off? So here's the answer to that. If your employer is able to accommodate you so that you can do your job, they have to do it. In this case, she had the ability to do her job from home, not a problem. So if that's the accommodation that she needs, that's what her doctor says she needs, her employer has to do it. The employer doesn't get to say, no, we don't want to. It's not fair to the other employees. We have a policy. Frankly, none of that matters. If there's the possibility, if it's possible to accommodate, they should. Now, if they could not accommodate, if she uh, had a job that required her to physically be in the office, it's not possible to accommodate, then sure, they can put her on an unpaid uh, leave until she is better and able to come back to the office. Not in this situation. So a reminder for employers and employees, under our human rights laws, an employer has to accommodate. In this situation, it may mean allowing you to work from home if you have a doctor's note. Maybe it's COVID-19 related, maybe it's not. If you have a doctor's note that says that, if it's possible, your employer has to make it happen. 604-280-9898 is the number to call in tonight, like Loretta did moments ago. And uh, you can always go to help at employmentlawyer.ca. You want to send along an email. So uh, you can't be let go from your job if, you know, we always make it clear, as, as you wrote here, uh, Lior, that an employer generally, as you just said, can let an employee go for any reason as long as severance and paid. 
But now there's exceptions to that that people don't know about, right? John, probably one of the most common questions that I get, I get emails, I get calls, voicemails, etc. The, the question is, can my employer let me go if dot, dot, dot? And the answer to almost always to, the, to this question is, yes, they can, as long as severance is paid. Maybe you did nothing wrong. Maybe the company doesn't have a basis. They're still allowed to let you go. But of course, they have to pay you severance when, which depending on your length of employment could be as much as two years. But there are situations, and we're going to talk about those, situations where despite the severance, it's illegal to let you go. It's wrong and it's not something a company is allowed to do. So that's what we're going to cover over the next couple of segments is those situations where despite severance, an employer cannot let you go. Let's get it happening. First one is this. You cannot be let go for discriminatory reasons. That seems obvious, but some people still don't realize or even if it's happening, right? Right. So discrimination. Discrimination obviously is illegal. Your employer under human rights laws cannot discriminate against you, which means an employer cannot let you go for discriminatory reasons. So for example, your employer cannot let you go because of your age or your ethnicity or disability uh, or sexual orientation. None of those things are legal. Absolutely not. Your employer can't say, for example, well, you know what? Uh, you're getting up there in eight in years, Bob, so we're going to let you go and so we can bring in some new blood into the company. No. That's illegal. That's a human rights violation. That's age discrimination. You can never be let go for a discriminatory reason, even even if your employer pays you severance. So if you've been discriminated against, that's always going to be an illegal termination, which would entitle you also to human rights damages. In some situations, you can potentially even be reinstated. It's illegal, and an employer cannot do that. Get to one more before we break. You cannot be let go for trying to enforce your rights in the workplace. So keep in mind, we all have employment rights. We all have these rights in the workplace that we that we have rights to overtime and vacation pay and severance, etc., etc., etc. Well, think about it that if we had those rights but we didn't have the ability to enforce those rights, they would be meaningless. Well, that's why the law understands that and says, well, not only do you have rights, you're allowed to pursue your rights and you cannot be punished or let go for trying to pursue those rights. So yeah. if you have issues with respect to your overtime or vacation pay or, or termination pay or what have you and your employer doesn't uh, cooperate, they cannot let you go because of it. You're allowed to pursue it. You're allowed to ask questions. You're allowed to demand it. And you have this protection around you. For a company to let you go for trying to pursue your rights, we call that a reprisal. You cannot be let go because you're trying to pursue your rights. So an employee should always feel confident in advocating for themselves, in asking questions, in pursuing their rights and their entitlements because they're protected. And by the way, that's true even if you're wrong. So maybe you thought you were out overtime, time, you realized that you were wrong. Despite being wrong, you are still protected and you cannot be fired simply because the law says you have a right to ask questions and to try. Let's take a short break. In the meantime, grab a phone, make that phone call, 604-280-9898. The afternoon is still young. Lots of time for you to ask your questions here with Lior. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is the website. And you want to check out pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. That website is free, full of information for you as well. We'll return. Lots more Employment Law Show on the way. This is CKNW. 
It sure is. It is a 419. Still lots of time for you to pick up that phone, ask your questions. It's really simple. It's free advice, and sometimes it can clear up so much. Just a minute of your time. It is 604-280-9898. That is the number you want to use. Eric, thank you for hanging on through the break, fella. How are you? Hey, Eric. Hello. Hi there. Go ahead. Yes, I have a question that I worked the place um, before, and the... Um I got car accident, and I call in sick, and after the second day, and they they say uh, they fire me, and then they 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 steal my toolbox. So they let you go why? Because you were sick. I uh, yeah, because I got car accident. Yeah. I see. Now, are you uh, part of a union? Uh, no. And, and how long have you worked there, uh, Eric? I think I would be about two years. Okay. So there's two issues here. Uh, well, three, but two big issues is, number one is, why did they let you go? Because if they let you go because of your accident, that's illegal. That's a, that's potentially a human rights accident, uh, a human rights issue. If you have a medical condition now, if you're injured or have a disability, they're not allowed to let you go. But even beyond that, Eric, they owe you severance. And depending on your specific job and your age, it could be anywhere from three to six months of pay that they owe you. So your owed severance, obviously the toolbox as well, but you could be owed as much as six months pay and potentially at more if they let you go because of your car accident. So what you're describing here is illegal, Eric. So what I want you to do is I want you to call me off air so that I can help you get everything that you're owed. Yes, sir. Can I have the number? Yeah, I'm going to give it to you, uh, to you right now. Eric, so stand by for that. Here it comes. Get a pen. It is 604-283-3123. Again, 604-283-3123. Eric, email address, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Pretty simple stuff. Reach out. As soon as you get to uh, to work tomorrow, that'd be uh, that'd be perfect for you. Uh, just like Eric, lots of time for you to call in, ask your questions. Love to have you on six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight is the number. In between the phone calls, we'll get back to this. You cannot be let go from your job if you try to enforce your rights in the workplace. You cannot be let go if you complain about workplace harassment. How about that one? That's right. So we all know that workplace harassment is wrong, or at least I hope we know by now. We have a right to work in a harassment-free work environment, in a healthy and a supportive work environment. Well, that means also that you have the, the right to deal with that issue if you are work, being harassed, if you are mistreated. You cannot be punished in any way, shape, or form because you complain about harassment, because you talk to HR, because you try to prevent someone from mistreating you. Uh, otherwise, again, if you could be punished, no one would do it, and there would be no point to even have harassment laws. So what do you do if you're being harassed or mistreated, if at all possible? I want you to go speak with the HR manager, the owner, someone in position of authority, and tell them. Tell them what's happening. Be honest with them and follow up in writing so that there is a written record. And once you do that, you cannot be punished in any way. In fact, what the company has to do is they have to, number one, investigate this. They have to take it seriously and conduct a proper investigation. And then they have to take measures to fix the problem. Okay, they cannot ignore it, and they certainly cannot let you go. Uh, so if you have that right. Don't ever be afraid to pursue your rights. Don't be afraid to deal with the workplace harassment issue. If you don't, if you simply wait and hope that it goes away on its own, 
It's not. It's going to start uh, impacting your health. You may find yourself having to take a stress leave. That's not a good idea. You cannot be punished, so don't be afraid to deal with workplace harassment. You know, the question I always follow up with every time is, what if the boss is the guy you're supposed to report to? Oh, look at that. He's the one doing the harassing. Right. So, oh, well, you're great for you of you to say that I should go speak to the boss, but that's the boss that's harassing me. So what do I do? Well, obviously, if you... If the, the, the owner, the boss, is the one harassing you and there's no one to speak to, then you can't deal with it internally. Well, in that situation, you call me and you let me deal with it. We deal with it externally. Uh, I can either deal with it directly with the company. I can potentially also get you out of there with compensation, but you still should deal with workplace harassment. The lesson, the message here is no matter what, you don't just ignore it. You, you are protected, there's things you can do, and you certainly cannot be fired because you're complaining about workplace harassment. Next one is this, you cannot be let go for any reason related to oh, pregnancy or parental leave. Know about that one. Right, and, and this is probably the biggest no-no. Well, I don't know if it's the biggest because they're all big, <laughs> but, but it's certainly a huge no-no in that an employer can never, ever let you go for any reasons that are tied to your pregnancy leave or parental leave. So that means that you cannot be let go because you're about to take a parental leave. You cannot be let go because you are taking the full parental leave. Or you also can't be let go because you're gonna go on a second parental leave after already uh, being on one before. None of that is the case. You cannot be let go because of that. If you are, that would be not just a human rights violation, it could be also a breach of the Employment Standards Act. It's illegal. Not only can you not be let go, your employer has to maintain your job. The employer has to take you back to the same job at the same compensation. If the employer lets you go, even if the reason has something to do with your uh, parental leave, that may not be the only reason, but even if it has something to do with it, it's still completely illegal. You cannot be let go. You have that right. It's a basic right that we have here in this country. And if your employer breaches that right, there's going to be consequences. You want to call me and let me deal with it. Most workplaces are going to have somebody fill in for a parental leave, you know, eight, nine months a year, maybe a year and a half if they use the whole thing. And that person who fills in may be just, you know, the dream employee when things get down to it. They may be a complete rock star. So here comes the person coming back from their mat leave and the, uh, the employer's going, damn, I really like the person that's been filling in. What do they do? Well, my answer to the employer, not to be a bit crass, is, well, too bad. Uh, <laughs> and this is not me saying it. That's what the law says is even if you like the replacement better, well, sorry, you still have to hire back the person on parental leave. Now, if you are able to have both and give them meaningful work, that's great. That could be a win-win. But if not, then you may have to either let go of the replacement or find the replacement a different job because you absolutely have to bring back the person from parental leave. And again, if you don't, there's going to be significant consequences. So, so no idea, not a good idea to do that at all. Let's get to a phone call in between. Al, thank you for standing by. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. Beautiful. What's um, on your mind? Well, uh, 45, 45 years of service with a company. I was let go, and um, I tried to fight it as best I could. Uh, once it was known that it was, uh, like I, it was a union shop, and once you're in a union shop, you're excluded from any kind of legal action. And so, that yeah. So what's the question? Well, my question is, why is that the case? 
So unfortunately, that's simply the way it works. We have legislation that makes it clear that the only one that's allowed to represent you is the union, and the only thing the union can do is to file a grievance. And it gets worse than that. Because of our, our labor laws, uh, an employee with your seniority, 45 years, would get a lot less than what a, a non-unionized employee would get. It's one of the big downsides with being part of a union. If you lose your job, you just don't have as many rights or the ability to pursue it. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. You can imagine that if I was allowed to represent unionized employees, you know, from my perspective, I, I would be even busier than I am. So I'd be all for that. Unfortunately, the laws are that so that only the union can represent you. And I get calls all the time from employees saying, Lior, can you help me? Unfortunately, the answer is always, I really can't. Well, uh, could you explain to me, like, I was prepared to file an unfair labor practice with uh, the BC uh, Labor, and um, their lawyer, uh, they, of course, have legal people, and their comment was, we will fight this regardless of the cost, but not tens, not a dime to settle. Now, if I am no longer an employee, I am therefore no longer a member of the union. No, it so doesn't work that way, union... unfortunately. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way because the, the issue that, that you had, which is to be let go, arose out of you being an employee. So the fact that you're no longer part of the union because you're not no longer working there does not mean you can deal with it outside of the union. It's a, it's a very bad situation. Unfortunately, it's a very common one. And other than to tell you that's the law, I, there's nothing else I can do, unfortunately. Let's take a short break, get right back into it. More to go, more phone calls, 604-280-9898 is that number, and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Coming right back, Employment Law Show, CKNW. And welcome back indeed. It is uh, 4.33. Good to have you along here, Employment Law Show, reaching out, 604-280-9898. That's the number to call into the radio station. You want to send an email along, help at employmentlawyer.ca, and you can always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll get back to our conversation of you cannot be let go from your job if that is on the way, but always the caller's top priority. Mike, that means you. How are you, pal? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, good, I have go a ahead. Pleasure. I have a quick question. Um, I've been working for a Alberta engineering consulting firm for like a couple of years, um, and recently, you know, they have a uh, you know let me go. Uh, but but they only pay me like in you know, a one month, like a well when they gave me the severance package, but it's only like a one month, like in you know, my paycheck. It, is that right, or actually I should get more? Uh, Mike, how long have you worked there for? Uh, it's about two years. And what kind of a yeah, Sorry, what kind of a job, Mike, and, and how old are you? Uh, it's an engineering job. I'm about like 50 years old. So for you, you'd be looking at the four to five, even as much as six months pay. So anywhere from four to six months pay is what you'd be owed, Mike, not uh, one month. This is a, a oh, wrongful dismissal. It's not even close. I hope you didn't yeah. sign anything. Uh, no, I haven't. You know, I just, you know, um, they just sent me the letters and saying, like, basically, I got laid off, you know, the... They paid me like one month, you know, for the severance package, and that's about it, you know. So um, I'm kind of like in the in the process, you know, to prepare for the next step. So, 
So the good news is it's not going to be very difficult for us to negotiate it, uh, to negotiate what you need to get here. You, you, what you got is a quarter of what you're owed, maybe even less than that. So okay. it's not going to be difficult. What I want you to do, Mike, off air, I want you to call me. Uh, let's have a chat. Let me help you get what you're owed. Let's get this resolved okay. quickly. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank, thank you. you, Mike. You, thank you. you. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you some contact here, Mike. Just uh, just hang out for a sec. That number again is 604-283-3123. 604-283-3123. Mikey, and the email address always is help at employmentlawyer.ca. But you have lots of time to call through and ask your questions, just like Mike did. In the meantime, you cannot be let go from your job because you are sick and cannot work. Seems obvious, but a lot of employers try to slip that one in there. Well, yeah, absolutely. And listen, I, I can understand from the employer's perspective frustration. Well, you know, we have an employee that's been off for a while. Uh, you know, you know, we just want to kind of part ways. I get that, but it doesn't matter if I get it or not. An employer cannot, cannot let someone go because they're sick. An employer cannot let someone go because they're off on a medical leave. Doesn't matter if it's a long leave. They cannot be let go. That, again, that could be a human rights violation wrongful dismissal, you name it. So no, if you have a doctor's note, if you have a legitimate medical issue, you can be off work and you cannot be let go or punished in any way. In fact, if you are off and then able to come back to work a month, six months, a year later, when you're ready to come back to work, the company has to make all efforts to take you back. If they've made all efforts, if they've tried, if they look for a job and there's nothing legitimately then and only then can they consider letting you go uh, because in that situation they're not letting you go because you're sick they're letting you go because now there's simply no job available but if you are let go because you're sick that's illegal that's wrong you should give me a call you can be off work just make sure you get that doctor's note 604-280-9898 back to another call for sure rick how are you good afternoon good how are you good what's going on with you Hey, uh, recently I I had to call in sick. It wasn't COVID-related or anything, but I had to call in sick. And um, and during the day, my wife had taken me to the hospital because things had got worse, and they kept me there. Um, so I had my wife text my operations manager and our, my GM just to let them know what was going on, a little bit of the background. <laughs> well, it... Um, a couple of days later, I found out that our operations manager had shared that personal information with one of my coworkers from the text message. Um, and I'm just wondering, um, he has since been laid, he's been since been let go, but not for that reason. Is, is there something I can do behind the scenes, um, like, uh, like a civil action towards him? You could, uh, absolutely, but at the end of the day, you have to think to, to, to what end. So yes, you, you, you can, you, that's a breach of privacy, and, and that's not something that he's allowed to do, but ultimately, to, to, to what end? If because of this something's happened, and you know, uh, let's say there was an embarrassing situation, and now people are treating you differently, if it's one of those things, then yeah, perhaps, but if it's just one of those things where you know what, come on, dude, you shouldn't have done that, then to, to sue the guy, it's probably not going to get you a lot by way of compensation. So you have to think about it. If it really is something that caused you a big problem, sure, yeah, it's something to consider. If it's not, then it's probably not going to be worth doing. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate that. If you need a follow-up conversation, no problem. 604-283-3123. Help at employmentlawyer.com. 
Ca is the way to reach out. Still got some time. You want to make that phone call, 604-280-9898 is the, uh, the way to do that. You cannot be let go from your job if you have a drug or alcohol problem. That is a disability. Absolutely, John. You're paying yeah. attention. I like that. Oh, yeah. Once in a while. <laughs> Once in a while. So, John is absolutely right. Uh, a drug addiction, alcohol addiction is considered a disability. And just like with any other disability, you cannot be let go because of it. So, an employer cannot let you go if you do have a, a drug dependency, drug addiction issue. If they did, again, that's a human rights violation. Now, I'm not suggesting that an employer should allow an employee com- to come into work while they're drunk or while they're under the influence of drugs. Of course not. Safety ultimately trumps everything. But, what this, it does mean is that you cannot be fired. An employee, employer may be able to give you time off so you can treat, get, get treatment and then come back to work once you're better, but you cannot be let go because of your medical condition. In this case, the medical condition or the disability is the, the drug or alcohol dependency. Now, that's very different than going to the bar and drinking too much uh, last night and coming into work while you're still uh, not able to work. That's just you know, irresponsible. Uh, that's something you can be punished for, but if you actually have a medical condition, a dependency, you cannot be let go. And if that happens to you, let's talk about it so I can help you resolve it. Does the employer have a little leeway if it's something where uh, you definitely can't be, i.e. an airline pilot, for, for example, or it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. Now, obviously, an employer in that situation may uh, require some, some drug tests potentially uh, because you, we can't risk it, but you still can't be fired because you have a disability. Uh, that's, that's a non-starter no matter what. Let's get to a call before we got a break. That'll be, uh, be Keith. First one up. Hey, Keith, how are you? Uh, fine, thanks. Uh, yes, I'm calling uh, on behalf of my daughter, actually. He's a pharmacist, and she has um, actually been uh, under stress because her employer is saying her performance uh, is, uh, as far as quantity of work, is not up to expectations. Can she be uh, fired or disciplined for uh, not, um, you know, for just being under stress, basically, because of all of these, uh, this situation? So she can be let go really for, for any reason almost as long as severance is paid. So with severance, they can let her go. Now, if she has a medical condition, uh, you know, anxiety, etc., then I would want uh, her uh, a doctor. I would want to get a, a doctor's note saying that, that her job performance may be impacted because if they try to fire her in the face of a doctor's note, then that's illegal. That could be a human rights violation, potentially. They cannot let her go without severance. Uh, so severance always will have to be paid, but if there is an underlying condition, Keith, have her get a doctor's note that protects her. Without it, yes, she could lose her job, but with severance. Okay, but if she went and got a doctor's note, they don't really have a, a good provision for stress leave, so does that make a difference? So if she wants a leave of absence, uh, then all her doctor has to do is give her a doctor's note. Uh, and in that situation, it's not up to the company. She can go uh, off if there's a disability plan, she can apply for it. If there isn't, she can apply for EI sickness benefits. Uh, she can be off work. She doesn't need uh, permission. If her doctor says she needs to be off, she can be off and there's nothing they can do. Oh, for as long as the doctor uh, says in the note. Exactly. And maybe it's for a day, maybe it's for a week, maybe it's for a year, as long as the doctor says. And the doctor doesn't even have to say at the beginning for how long. The doctor can initially say she's going to be off until further notice, and then she can get assessed again in whatever time period, and that's when she can come back to work when she's cleared back. 
Keith, appreciate the call. We're going to let you go. I got more calls lined up, but if you want to reach out, have a further conversation, advise you do. No problem. 604-283-3123 and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Ty, Tony, hang on, folks. We will get to you and your phone calls as well. You still have time. 604-280-9898. It's the Employment Law Show. This is CKNW. And welcome back. Yeah, that number, 604-280-9898 is the number. Email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. We're going to get right back into it here and get to Ty. Ty, thanks for uh, for standing by. Good afternoon. Afternoon. So basically back in March when this whole pandemic started, uh, I took a day off of work. I wasn't feeling good. Um, so basically I got a, a text message from my manager saying, you can't come back to work. Uh, you have to quarantine now for 14 days. You can't come back to work unless you get tested. Um, so I tried to get a hold of it. It was impossible. You can't just go in and get tested back then. So basically, I have a buddy who, who works, and I went and I went to work for him for a bit. Just, you know, did some work for him because i got to pay the bills, right? And then basically, I got a phone call from the manager saying, I want the truck keys back. Uh, the company car back and we're laying you off. I said, what are you laying me off? Are you firing me? He goes, no, we're laying you off for shortage of work. Which was completely untrue. No service, no nothing. And that was the end of it. And have you heard from them since? Have you followed up with them since? No, I haven't. I did contact a lawyer at the time and he said he'd take everything on contingency. He'd do it. He's like, they're, they're totally in the wrong, this and that. But the problem is the guy that I work for contracts for this company as well. So I'd lose my job with him if I if I follow through. I'm kind of in a, you know what I mean? I'm kind of handcuffed. Okay. Well, I mean, so, yes, you're owed severance. How many years uh, were you there for? Uh, I was there for a year. A year. So, yeah, you, you probably owed you know, about three months pay, potentially, is what you'd be owed. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to decide whether you want to pursue it or not. It's not complicated. It's not difficult to get you what you're owed. But, right. again, you have to decide ultimately what's better for you. If you want to pursue it, happy to help you. Uh, but if it, you think it's going to impact your current job, you may or may not want to do it. That's up to you. From a legal right. standpoint, the answer here is very simple. It's really a question of what you prefer. Now, he's, got, he's a pretty pretty wealthy person. He's going to have lawyers, too. Like, what's my chance? Like, I don't know how that works. He's just going to bury me a legal piece? Is that, you know? No, man. This is, this is simple. There's, no, there's nothing here really to argue about. There's no uh, – you can hire, you know, an army of lawyers. There's really nothing that you could do. It's a situation – let's say I owe you, uh, you know, I owe you money. You loan me money, and I, I owe you the money. I don't pay you the money. Well, all the lawyers in the world are not going to prevent me from having to pay you back. It's the same thing here. Uh, no, we can get it resolved. The only issue here, from my perspective, is whether you, you're concerned about it impacting your current job. Right. Correct. Okay. So I just contact your office, and 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 you guys will help build them. You got it. Happy to do it. Right on. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Ty. Appreciate it. Here's how you do that if you choose to uh, go forward. 604-283-3123. 604-283-3123. Help at Employment Lawyer. .ca. Moving on down the line, get to Tony. Hey, Tony, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging on there. How are you? No worries. Good, thank you. Great. Go ahead. So I just had a quick question. So I work for, um, they're an American company, and I've been there for about two and a half years, and I've never experienced this before. I'm, I'm, I'm in sales. So I get a base salary of 40000 a year, and in, in order for me to get my, pay my commission, uh, my store has to make $67,000 um, a month. And if I hit that, I get my commissions. If I don't hit that base salary, I don't get any commissions. I just get my salary. 
um, and I've never experienced that working for a Canadian company. Is that legal? And can I negotiate this like on a yearly basis or? So you, let's deal with the first question, which is whether it's legal. Yeah, it is legal in the sense that as long as you make more than minimum wage and you and the employer can agree to structure the deal in any which way, you know, you could decide to, uh, the employer can decide to give you commissions if it's uh, 67000 or any other amount as long as they don't change the deal on you. So if the deal was 67000 and then say, well, now we want it to be 100000 no, they can't do that because that's changing the terms of employment. But is, it, is what you've described legal? Sure. Now, in terms of negotiating, you can always ask. An employer is not going to have to say yes. Uh, if you have an agreement with them that it's going to be 67000 or whatever it is, then that's all they're required to pay you. But again, if you're someone that they want to keep and, and keep happy, then they may yeah. well be willing to talk to you and negotiate with you, and there's no harm in asking the question, Tony. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I just want to know that because it's the uh, first time I've experienced that. I've been in sales for like 20 years. Yeah, no, uh, certainly unusual, but there's nothing wrong with it legally. Uh, but if, if it's not something you're comfortable with, I'd, I'd be honest with your employer, be nice about it, and a good employer should be willing to work with you to find a, a solution and to find a way to compensate you that you're happy with. Appreciate it, Tony. We're going to move on here, get another phone call in uh, just a minute. By the way, when we're not uh, doing the show, you can reach out to Lior anytime, 604-283-3123. In that regard, we'll get to uh, to Bill. Hey, Bill, how are you? Hey, Bill. Bill? Yep, uh, Bill or Phil. It's you, either way. Yeah. How are you? Hey, hey hi, hi. Uh, thanks ahead. for taking my call. Yep. Um, so I work for the uh, BC Public Union. Okay. And uh, had a uh, encounter with. Uh, uh... We still got Bill. Bill sounds like he's. Uh, Bill sounds like he's gone. I don't know. Bill might still be still there, Billy. Oh, we'll put Bill on hold so we can get him back. But uh, back to what we were doing before, Bill. That is, you cannot be let go from your job. Uh, how about this one? He Bill is part of one. You try to unionize. How about that, pal? That's right. So, you know, you, you may be for unions or against unions. That's up to you, and, and I'm not going to even get involved in that. But what I can say is that if you support a union, if you're trying to bring a union into your workplace, you cannot be let go because of it. Now, an employer may not be happy. They may not be happy with you if you're trying to organize and, and unionize your, your workplace. Despite that, they cannot touch you. They cannot do anything. They cannot punish you, change your shifts, reduce your pay, suspend you. Certainly, they cannot let you go. One of the rights that every employee has is to decide whether they want to be unionized or not. And if you want to be unionized and you want to try to convince your colleagues that it makes sense and to bring a union in, you're allowed to. Now, whether you do or you don't, I don't know, but what we're talking about the situations where you cannot be fired. So if your employer does threaten you or punish you or, or, or tries to do anything to you, really, because you support a union, that's illegal. Uh, you could actually get reinstated if you're let go because of it. So remember, you have that right. You have that choice to make about being part of a union, and your employer cannot do anything in that situation. And finally, this one's important, especially if you're in the sales gig and you work on commissions and get bonuses. You cannot be let go if the company is trying to avoid money that it owes you. So I see this often, and I always kind of shake my head as to why an employer would think that they can get away with it. So maybe they owe you a big bonus to pay, to pay you in, in January or something, and they say, wow, we know what to do. 
Let's let the person go in November. Wow, aren't we smart? Now we saved a bunch of money that we don't have to pay in, in January. Uh-uh, doesn't work that way. A company cannot use a convenient termination date to avoid paying money that is owed to the employee. So not only would the company still have to pay the money or the bonus, whatever it is, they actually may be punished to have to pay bad faith damages because of the way they've acted. It's illegal to try to avoid paying someone money and to try to fire them instead. So if you've earned the money, the money has to be paid. If the company is trying to be uh, cute and smart about it by, by trying to, to let you go or by actually letting you go, no, no, they can't do that. You really want to reach out to me at that point so that I can help you get everything that you wrote. I want to get a couple emails in here with our remaining couple minutes. Jack is first, says, I was just told that I either have to take a pay cut or go on a temporary layoff for three months. What are my choices? Well, I mean, obviously, th- those are two choices. Uh, you can yeah. take a pay cut or go on a layoff, but there is a third choice, and the third choice is none of the above. He does not have to take a pay cut. He does not have to take a layoff. Both of those things are illegal. His employer does not have a right to lay him off temporarily. His employer also does not have a right to reduce his pay. So he can tell his employer, no, employer, thank you, doing none of those. So his employer may back off or they may decide to implement one of those things anyway. If they do decide to reduce his pay or put him on a layoff, he can treat that as a constructive dismissal. He can get his severance. Your employer does not have a right to reduce your pay. They don't have also a right to put you on a temporary layoff. You can choose to accept it. Remember, if you accept it, you've given them the right to do it again, which is a big problem. But no, whenever you are getting the, those ultimatums, usually there's the third option, which is uh, none, of the, none of the above, and that's exactly the situation here. I'm going to slide in Patrick's email real quick. says, I was recruited by a very large company from a job I had for many years. Just let go. Ten months after I started, I wasn't a good fit. Am I owed anything by them? Absolutely. So keep in mind, when you're recruited away from another job, let's say you're not looking to leave. You, they came to you and they recruited you. And then maybe things don't work out and the new company lets you go. Well, in that situation, you're going to be owed enhanced severance package that includes or accounts for the time you had with the previous company. So quick example, let's say you work for 10 years with the one company, then you get recruited to a second company and you only work there for a few months. Then they let you go. Well, now you could be owed severance based on the full 10 years you had, even though you've only worked there for a few months. We call this inducement. So Patrick, yes, not only are you owed severance, you may be owed even more severance because you were recruited from another company. If you're ever in that situation out there at home listening, you're recruited from another company, be very careful about the employment agreement that you sign. You don't want to give up your rights if things don't work out. Good stuff. Good way to end it. Appreciate all your phone calls and correspondence this afternoon. Really appreciate it. You want to reach out now that we are done for this week. Uh, you can do so. Here's the email address we use, help at employmentlawyer.ca. The phone number to reach uh, Lior, member of his team at the office, 604-283-3123. And always, always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. It's like having a lawyer with you 24-7. Tons of information on there. It's absolutely free. It's anonymous. And included there is a severance pay calculator. You can find out how much you're really owed at any time. There's a contact button, too, if you want to carry forth. If not, you just disappear like Kaiser Soze.
all the wiser. We'll catch you next time. Appreciate you joining us. This was the Employment Law Show. It's right here, CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.